So, agreement. Um, Kev needs to do something about the level of hostility. Football must just be football. Football must just be football, living, yeah. Uh, equal playing fields, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Sean Butler should not complain about going to Venda, okay? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Super Sub does not like the idea of... I didn't even have a name for it. The league. Uh, the, the, it's the DSTV Premiership. MLS Light. Hey <laughs> 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 guys, league. let's be serious here, man. What are we, what is that? Make some noise right now. Enter podcast and chill network in association with Grandior presents the Road to One Million Subscribers event on the 30th of July, 2023 at Sunbet Arena in Pretoria. Lineup includes Cubs of the Small, Makazi, Musa Keys, Pop Pops, Celestin Dooley, Eugene Koza, and Robert Boy. This fun-filled event will include comedy, music performances, as well as a live audience conversation with Mac G, Sorpen Duka, and the Ghost Lady. Tickets are now available on cricket from 295 rands. Doors open at 6 p.m. Food and drinks sold at the venue. Come and join a milestone celebration of black excellence with Podcast and Chill Network. Do you still remember how the mic works? Sort of. Because <laughs> Kiptonians. Seven days can be a long time, eh? mm. you know? But anyway, you're back. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, welcome back to Onside. Yes. Back like we never left. And Marco is here. Welcome back, Marco. Thank you. And Mzwara, a.k.a. Super Sub, is here. Welcome back, Mzwara, a.k.a. Super Sub. Thank you, thank and you. the ballers are here. Man, we missed you. Seven days is a long time. It's a long time. Uh, maybe in future we'll have maybe two or three episodes a week, ne? Yeah, no. You're the only one who's here, who's been here every episode. 100% attendance. 100% attendance. attendance. <laughs> you're like one of those, you're like a Harry Maguire. Like, you're always in training. Have uh, you seen Pep off work? <laughs> true. Okay. No, I leave it there. I leave it there. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show once again. Um, so you know what I was thinking about this weekend, right? Because we know it's, Transfer window, it's off-season. Some teams have started their pre-season. Some players have been seen in certain training camps and people are not happy. I'm not looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Who should I be unhappy about? (laughs) Well, um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, you play FPL. Fantasy Uh, football. No, not anymore. You know why? I feel like I know a lot and then I get really upset when I don't do well in FPL. And the guys who don't know ball just follow like an FPL show and they get points. And I'm like... So what was your initial strategy when you started playing FPL? Choose the best players, the players who I think are best. And then meanwhile, I was getting done by players who were doing a 4-4-2 strategy and putting fullbacks in centre-back positions to yeah. get more points. Mm. That's that's one of the FPL strategies. Yeah, using So you get more points from defenders. defenders yeah, because if, if it's a clean sheet, it's like what, six points, seven points? No, holding midfielders, the, the whole midfield is attacking players, you know, mm. and you'll use like uh, Theo Walcott playing at Southampton. He'll be your centre-mid. So it's like this nonsensical team 
but you're just putting together 11 players for score. Not, but if you put those 11 players on a pitch to play a game, yeah. they get hammered every game. So, so for you, Super Sub, that's yep. why I don't like it here. <laughs> what was your approach? Were you, were you choosing your team as if you are Pep and you're about to go into <laughs> Cup Final? <laughs> no, I'm very, I'm very competitive. So for me, I needed to get more points. So like defenders, I'll, I'll look at teams that have like that concede less goals. Because mm. I know I'll get like your seven points there. You know, at the back, if you get like 21 points, it's a good match day. In the middle, you need midfielders that can score. Okay. You know, and the strikers, you need somebody like a Haaland that will give you goals game in, game out, and you captain them. But, but he costs. That's yeah. the thing. So budget-wise, Marco. Um, I save so- on midfielders. I don't go for like expensive midfielders, mm. you know, and it's then a good place to save. And then forwards, that's where I spend my money on those three forwards. And the, captain. The interesting thing about forwards is if you look at this past season, you didn't really have a lot to pick from. Actually, Harry Kane. Tony was a very good. He was banned up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but in the no, beginning, he was really, really good. He was giving us points, if you remember. Yeah, no, in the beginning. At, at low value. Yeah, I think it was mm. about a seven, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, so, no, I think it was more than that. You reckon? Yeah, I think it was about eight and a half. So you've got, uh, they give you a hundred mil, argument's sake. Um, usually how I would do it is... Do you buy from the back going forward or do you buy from the middle going forward, then going back? Like, what, what, like the signs. You buy as many City players as you can afford <laughs> and then fill in the rest with whoever. But with the City players, the thing that I know me and Super Sub used to get frustrated about weekend in, weekend out, is that you never knew which starting 11 the rotation put out. Yeah, Pep will mess you up when it comes to fantasy league. You, yeah, yeah. Even so, there are games where like Haaland was not even there, you know. But, but he's your captain. And, and he's, he's your captain, goals. you know, he's getting goals. You know, you know that you're going to have a bad day if your captain is not, is not, it does not make much day, you know. I think that it probably a good strategy would be you go with a goalkeeper who's at a team that's not going to concede a lot of goals. It's a shame Stoke City aren't in the Premier League anymore because that's True. points for free. Yeah, mm. They would get just clean sheets. They wouldn't mm. score many goals, but you just choose a back line from Stoke cheap and you get points every week. You know, um, I, you know, I, I had Asmir Begovic as a goalkeeper my entire Premier League FPL career. Oh, okay. And it, he scored lots of points because mm. he didn't concede a lot of goals when he was at Stoke. Oh, this was before he went to Chelsea, Be- if I'm not mistaken. Before right? this. Oh, really? okay, cool. Hmm. And so, David Dia did well as well, eh? As a, as a fantasy keeper. At some point, because of the number of saves he pulled. And yeah. clean sheets, eh? Remember clean and sheets also called cut. And things like that. Oh. So usually you, you buy from the back going forward, but budget, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Kill you, though, yeah, what I do first, like I go for my forwards first because I know that's where the chunk of money goes. Hmm. And then thereafter, I work it backwards. Like from front, mid, and then defenders. So you're like a Ferrari in front, but a Uno at the back. Goal, <laughs> goals and assists are, are worth so much more than a man of the match performance, yes. for example. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, it makes the most sense to blow your budget 
buy the Ferraris up front, mm. fill out the rest with the Polo, you know. Because if you look at it, them. defenders are usually cheap. Defenders Generally don't... Is, yeah, think, but most, it's about top defenders. Van Dijk is about seven. Seven, yeah. Does he contribute enough assists and goals though? Oh, he's got a few headers, headed goals yeah, here and there. Then, but if uh, he costs the same as a Kyle Walker, how many assists does Kyle Walker provide? And you can put him at centre-back. They don't force you to put him as a wing-back. Yeah, obviously, if it's a Do defender, it can be anything. And, yeah. and the number of chances created or assists for Luke Shaw. Lots of assists. Or Luke Trent. Shaw. Or Trent. Goals. Versus a Van Dijk, who's probably similar price. I haven't got mm. the FPL uh, prices in front of me. Mm. But if you look at them, goals and assists from those players who are considered defenders, you can put them in defense. Trent's playing in midfield some mm. games. You're scoring lots of free points there. Mm. Yeah, true. And you know, what, what I've also picked up, sorry, Len, to cut you there. And what I also picked up from a lot of uh, fantasy players is that they they bombard the midfield. They play like a 3-5-2 so, th- so that they can have like more midfielders uh, that can like assist or score goals like your De Bruyne, you know, you can assist or score goals, you know. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll line up those like your 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 son, you know, and all of that. So with a very thin midfield, you can have uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah. You can have Kevin Trippier. Yeah. You can have Luke Shaw. Those are your three at the back. Mm. You have Kane. And Holland in front. Ken and Holland in front, yeah. <laughs> and then you just fill the middle with like all the 4.5s. <laughs> yeah, James Madison. Because mm. um, James Madison going to get you points. Yeah. Now that he's moved to Spurs. Yeah. Mm. He's going to get you some points. Uh, Barnes. Harvey Barnes, if he goes to Newcastle. Yes. I think so. Um, Son is expensive. Song yeah, Son is expensive. expensive yeah. Yeah. He'd be great one because he brings you mm. performances. Odegaard was very regularly. budget. I think he was about eight. Yeah, Odegaard was not bad. Though, hey? No, no, no. Yeah. After the season. Yeah, no, after the season he had, I think he's probably going to be at like nine or ten. But you know what was a good budget if you had him? It was Gundwan. In the latter part of the season. Yeah, no. Oh, he, yeah, true. He was a good, good, good What budget. about players from, from teams that are going to perform? Where like Brentford is going to be cheap, but you know Brentford are going to bring performances just to fill in at the very low price so that you can go big on a Highland or something. Someone who's going to really get you points. So it's obviously 11 and how many do you have on the bench? Is it five? No, is it it's four? Yeah, it's I a think keeper. It's, it's a keeper. And three other players. Yes. Right? So I think in that split of 11-4, make it, so essentially it's 15 players. So make it, I think, I could be wrong, uh, ballers who are enthusiasts when it comes to fantasy football, please let us know how your split is because I'm just trying to pick up the brains of the guys here. Guti, how do they play fantasy football? Because Meads defeated me for a while. And <laughs> the one week when it's a... The one week when it's a... Sorry, our guy is coming in here. I think he also plays fantasy football. <laughs> but he's probably one of those who like starts Shots. the season. <laughs> he starts the season and never finishes the season. Because, you know, there's also those lazy people. You start... Yeah, the season, then, then yay! Then you go into their profile. They're like <laughs> players that are injured. <laughs> players that have got <laughs> red cards. Yes. So I was going to say, in that 15, right? If you've got a say maybe a 9-6 split or a 10-5 split in terms of spend big and relatively okay on the 10, 
and then make the other five budget buys. Is that not like a good strategy? In a way it is. Like I always, like I said, like for me, it's like spend on your forwards. Those are the guys that are going to give you a chunk of your points. But what if there's not enough? Like this past season, yes, we had Ivan Tony, we had Haaland, we had Kane, mm-hmm. but there wasn't anybody else because of course the Salah, other guys who ended up playing. Salah was Salah. a midfielder. No, it's part of forwards. Is it? No, no, no. no. Is, is he's it, yeah, a he's a midfielder. It's like Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, he's a mid. Yeah, he's a mid. Saka was a mid. Saka is a Martinelli mid. Martinelli was a mid. Yeah. Yeah, Salah scored a lot of uh, points here. Looking at last season's points, the mm. top scorers were Haaland, Kane, Salah. Yeah. And very expensive costs of 14, 12.5, 12.5. Imagine that. Already yeah. that's half your budget There's with your... three, four players. Yeah. And then you look at like a Bruno Fernandes who scored quite a few points, uh, 176 points at an 8.5 cost is quite high. But he only just scored slightly more points than the Brentford goalkeeper Raya who scored 166 points at a cost of five. You see, that's where you're really winning. And like I said... That's about a good a return on investment. Stoke. Yeah. Perhaps that's the place to start is look at a Raya or someone like that, like a Pope who's also pretty cheap at 5.5. You don't see Newcastle going to be conceding a bunch of goals next season. Save on the goalkeeper. Go for a team that's solid at the back. Not going to let in a lot of goals. Save there and spend big on the forwards. Outside, I think, of City, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of defensive record, um, Newcastle were probably the second best team from a defensive perspective in terms of the number of clean sheets they kept. Well, Man United kept the most clean sheets in the season. This past season. This past season. That's Remember? why the got a golden glove. Mm-hmm. But they did concede a lot of goals in the games that they conceded goals. Like seven... I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> Seven pesos. <laughs> so if that had to be implemented in South Africa, so we're looking at the Premier League model, right? Uh, each team plays 38 games. Uh, 19 great. home, 19 away. All right? Top goal scorer averages between 25 to over 30. Hmm. When last did we have a goal scorer in our local league who went over 20 goals a season? In fewer games. No, no, in this... Relatively in fewer games. Relatively in fewer games. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I think that was Collins Mesuma. That's the last time we had a player that went over 20 goals. Oh, Knowledge Musona. Between Knowledge Musona and and Mesuma, I can't remember. Between the two. Statistically, how many goals per game are there in the Premier League versus every other league in the world? Is, is the Premier League one of the highest scoring leagues? Very low game? scoring league. The Premier League? The English Premier League? Or the DSTV Premiership? DSTV Premiership is, is a, a low scoring, scoring league. Yeah. yeah. You hardly they, get like your four nils or your four ones. You know what I mean? So it's the, like two on, one nil then there, you know. But you hardly get like high score. Because from this past season, if we look at the local league, how many... Didn't Sundowns give Maritzburg like a seven or was it the season before that? Maritzburg Or a six. Yeah, I can't remember. Somebody that they gave a six to. Uh, Chiefs, when they played against them at Loftus. Wasn't it a four? The Shalulile, I think he's got a brace. Yeah, I think it was 4-1 or something. But we can check that one. Yeah, but the local league hardly has a lot of goals. Mm. So, So would that be the primary reason why something like a fantasy league would not work for our local league. 
Do you think it won't work? I'm asking because in fantasy, the one thing that gives you a whole lot of points. Yeah. It's goals. Yeah, it was actually 4-0, eh? The Chiefs Sundowns game at Raptors. Yeah, yeah Sundowns won 4-0, there. So, I mean, there's no reason why a fantasy league won't work locally. It's about interest. How many people are going to be interested in participating mm-hmm. in a fantasy league? Yeah. Depending on uh, whatever, what prizes can you win? Who's going to host the fantasy league? Is mm. the league going to do it? Are you going to do it through a DSTV premiership website? Mm. Who's, who's going to facilitate fun? that? Who's going to use this? Who's going to pre- present the statistics? The algorithm. Mm. Where do you even find statistics after a game in the premier, in the DSTV premiership? Um, they do keep scores. I don't mean that but, the one two. Uh, I pa- mean <laughs> passes completed by each yes, player. Yeah. They do keep But who them. keeps it? Where? It's odd then. There's a couple of portals that do. I know from the from the Google algorithms, they do give you they they do give you those stats as the game is going live. Uh you know, ball percentage, tackles mm-hmm. made, um, red cards, yellow cards. But those are standards for football. Those are like Assist. standard match day stats. I, but, I think yeah. I think Marco is talking about the breakdown of players. You know, but this player had like those kind of stats, you know. You need every stat for every player to be able to score them and give them a score at the end of the game, right? You go to Sky Sports website, you mm. see player ratings at the end of a game and it's this guy scored a 7, this guy scored a 6.5 based on the computer algorithm. They put all of their stats in mm. and... Uh, you know, balls lost, possession lost, leading to a goal-scoring opportunity. Things like that drops your score. So all of those stats need to come in play for a, pre- a fantasy league to be accurate, to so, be able to score like this. So I think in the context of the league itself, yeah. uh, most of the teams, if not all the teams, have the the catalyst vest, right? Mm. Yes. So there's obviously certain things that, you will get from a catalyst vest, not everything that you need. What what but is that? The GPS vest. Huh? Yeah. The GPS vest. Yes. Yeah. But do you that, have to give those stats over to the league currently? Or do you use it yourself mm. just for your own stats? And, and also locally, are all yourself? the teams wearing those vests? Because they don't come cheap. I don't think you would be in the in the in the premiership and you don't have those GPS monitors. Mm. Yeah, it would be it would be very weird. So I think the oh also on that point, um, I think the broadcaster, if I'm not mistaken, also has somewhere where they keep that information. Mm. Because I mean, when you're watching a game, you'll hear somebody saying, "Oh no, this person in the past five games, they've mm. been substituted on so many times, and they've scored so many goals, and they did so many assists." Da 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 da. Yes, I do understand the Premier League one. The model is a little bit complex, yeah. but it's the information that's there that we can use to perhaps start ours. Or maybe ours can just be about goals and assists and how many corners you get. And I think you need to be taken seriously. And I think for the league to actually be taken seriously, both by people domestically and internationally, I think a, a fantasy league could actually help get more attention, more interest in people watching games. So it could actually benefit the league and get more interest generated in the league. But for people to take it seriously, you need to be on par with the English Premier League's Fantasy League. 
in yeah. terms of using statistics and stuff. And it's not that difficult. There's lots of technology to help us mm-hmm. with this. Surely the costs aren't that high. And I'm sure someone will be prepared to get behind it. So, hey, speak to us. I don't know. Maybe so, we should get involved. Yeah, my question is, how will you entice people, you know, like to, to join, you know, because it's very, very difficult to... Someone can have incentive. Who enticed you to join FPL? Well, the FPL is well marketed. And I enjoyed the Premier League. But there are also prizes for people who win. There's also prizes to win. You can win a trip to to, to watch um, games in in England, VIP and all of those. You can win a ticket to watch the Derby. Yeah, I'm sure it will be something for for, for, for the people, you know. That's incentive. That's incentive. VIP experience at the Derby? Yeah. In a box? Yes. That's dope. But here's a curveball. Yeah. How many other leagues around the world actually have fantasy football? I don't know. I th- I'd assume many. I think it's only, well, football-wise. Yeah, good question. Because I think <laughs> in um, in America is the, what do you call? Uh, it's, it's the NHL, foot- NFL. NFL. It's they are the, fantasy. They are, they are they're the they're first the, one. They are the first ones to actually come up La Liga with does the, have, doesn't it? Huh? La Liga. I'm sure they do. Not to my knowledge. If they do have, it's not very well marketed. Is it? And I saw something last season. I, I stand to be corrected. I think um, there is a Champions League Fantasy League. Oh, no, yes. Champions League does have. I do play that every season as well. I haven't played that one. A tad bit complicated. But yes, uh, Champions League also has fantasy. Yes, you're mm. right. Yeah, look, I think... There's like, a fantasy league in Brazil as well. Okay, you see... Saudis, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, no, they, they're going to be coming huh? very hard. <laughs> they're going to go take all the IT guys there by Premier League. <laughs> like, come here. <laughs> but would you play a local uh, a DSTV Premiership uh, Fantasy League? I think so, you know, and because th- I'm, I'm one person that uh, quite enjoy uh, our local football. So I think it's also going to help me, you know, to broaden, you know, because like, Fantasy League helps you watch like games that you wouldn't even imagine. You wouldn't imagine that you could watch. You know what I mean? They on your phone, like, hey, come on, come on, come on. You know, can you just put on Ivan Tony? You know, if come it's... on, Royal AM. Need you, <laughs> need you today. Need... My God, uh... Yeah, look, Another... it's gonna be very difficult, but I think I will. I will definitely play it. Another curveball. Yeah. Ne? And I'm not even gonna make it very, very difficult for you. If you had blank check. Five players, just from last season, who would you put in your league? I mean, in your team? Uh, five players. Um, look. Um, so let me do it like g- this. Goalkeeper will have Rowan, uh, Rowan uh, Williams. Okay, let me make it six. So a goalkeeper, two defenders, two midfielders, and a striker. That's okay. six, ne? Okay, yeah. so um, goalkeeper will have Rowan Williams. And defender, I'll have uh, on top of my head, like yeah, just, I'll have no, given. Uh, you've got you're, you are competing. I'll have given <laughs> Simango. I think it's given. Yeah, it's yes, given. The boy from uh, TS Galaxy. Yeah, I'll have given yes. Simango. I think I'll have CBC from Orlando Pirates. Okay. Um. So two defenders and a goalkeeper gone. Yeah, and then he said two midfielders. Yes, two midfielders. And uh, don't oh. I forgot to throw another curveball. No, but can you can, you, can, to, I, can, can I can I get through no. this? <laughs> okay, okay, sharp. Okay, okay. I can't have what? Okay, throw. I was gonna say you can't have players, two players from the same team in the six. I can't have two players from the same team ah. from the six. 
Um, so you've got Ronwen. So yeah. Sundowns is done. Yeah. Given. So we said from last season, right? Yeah. So TS Galaxy is done. Yeah. CBC. Orlando Pirates is done. Let's go. Um, I think uh, Matt had a good season. Uh, Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf Matt okay. had a good season. I'll I'll chuck him in there. That's your first midfielder. Chiefs gone. Um, well, they've been. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> what did I do? Like, like. Um, wait, oh, never mind. Hamilton, I think who had a good season, a midfielder. I'm trying to think like a good midfielder that had a good season. Your first problem was going goalkeeper from Sundowns from the onset. There's a problem. It's a bit of a trick. Because it's going to be interesting to find out who's going to be your pick of a striker. Yeah, because the problem is now, like, <laughs> it's difficult because, like, I can just throw in any player there. But, like, because Sundowns had, like, good players. No, fair enough. You know, like, they had a good season. They had, like, a good run, you know. And, yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to think. Mm. I can help you with a striker. As a bucket, yeah. Uh, Ranga. I was that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah look, from last season, yes, because now he's at Chiefs. Yeah, wrong as, yeah, look. Um, hey, man, 11, 11 no, 9. 9 or 10? New uh, signings. No, no, no. I'm saying uh, uh, the amount of goals he had last season. And by the standards of the DSTV Premiership. 10 is a lot of goals. Yes, and also given the amount of games we play, we must also not, not be cognizant of that. Where is it, 30? Mm. So how many am I left with now? Eight eight games less than a Premier League season. Eight games can... can Eight games is a lot. They can score eight goals in eight games and move from 10 to 18 goals a season. Maybe a brace or two in the middle there. Especially because you're introducing four lower level teams. Because when you've got 16 teams in a league... No, two. But... If you have 20 teams in a league versus yes. 16 teams in a league, yeah. you're introducing four new teams, right, to have those eight extra games. Yes. You're introducing four teams that would have to come from lower league football, essentially. So the competition in the, the number of games is also higher. You don't have as many easy games. So even though 30 games and 38 games sounds very diff, uh, very similar, mm. it's less similar than you'd think because – you're playing against harder opposition, more opposition around your level versus in the leagues that have 20 teams in the league, then you've got sort of a higher volume of lower level opposition that are just trying to survive, for example. And you have a few easier games, especially as the bigger sides, who are the ones who are going to have a striker who can score 20 goals. So Mm -hmm. it's more difficult when the level of teams is higher, let alone the volume of teams. Being, but also taking into consideration, right? Uh, yeah. With the DSTV Premiership, what happens is it, you won't necessarily get two new teams from a lower tier division. It's only one. One is guaranteed. Yes, I understand. But what I'm saying is, one say next season we decided to add, we decided to make DSTV Premiership 20 sites. Three go down every season, three come up every season. Because there's 20 sites. Mm, if we decided to do that for a DSTV premiership, I understand costs involved, things like that, so it won't happen. But if you decided to do that, would you be pay, playing against 15 teams of the same level? Or would you be playing against 19 teams of the same level of the 15 teams you played against last season? No. 
you'd be introducing four new sides yes. that would be easier in general overall than the 15 sides that you were playing against in the previous season. So therefore also translating into more goals, especially for the guys around the top of the table, they'll have games that they can get active in or get at opposition. But is it not worth more money? Or rather, does it don't give more money? But I suppose then that means the sponsors would have to give more money. The broadcasters would have to broadcast more games. Mm -hmm. So that's adding, what, eight more games into a season, which... It's also more difficult to find enough clubs to compete at that level financially. You have to find another four teams who can afford to be playing in the DSTV Premiership. Yeah, now a lot of factors come to play when, if you think about it, and because now, let's say for instance, now DSTV as a sponsor, they have to cough out more. Yes, because there's now 20 teams, not 16 anymore. You know, and also traveling for the teams, it, it, it means now over and above, like coughing out more for those two teams, which means now the stipend needs to increase because now there's also a lot of traveling that has to happen. So it's eight more fixtures for every team. Yes. So you've got uh, another eight fixtures for every team would translate to another 80 games because you would take 10 teams because there's a duplicate there. So it would translate, if you added four teams to the league, it would translate to 80 games in a season. Imagine what the cost is for one DSTV Premiership game. Then can't we just do it like the Americans do it? I know it might be boring. And I know we've spoken about how boring American football is. Oh, it is boring. Just have a coastal, a coastal stream and have an inland stream. No, I mean, so South Africa is too small for that. <laughs> you know, that's only happening on a- at ABC now, eh? <laughs> We're busy talking about a European Super League where you've got different countries wanting to compete in a league. And now we want to... We want to split South Africa up. Imagine. But I think we can. In terms of like, literally, if we had to find, can I say, is 10, let's see if we can do 10. 10 coastal and 10 inland. inland. Nah, man. That, that, and then you have playoffs. You know, we used to yes. have that. On, NFT used to be structured like that. You were yeah, coastal you had, and, and inland, inland back yes. in, the, in the days. But clearly for them to, to merge it now to one thing, it, it does not work. Yes, on ABC, Mutsipe, uh, just to maybe give Marco context, ABC Mutsipe is the third tier, right, Marco? So it's got like nine leagues out of... South Africa. Oh, like, so each each province has, has got a league. league, you know. So obviously there there's not enough money, you know, to yeah. travel across, you know. So it this makes is, sense. This there. is the third division. That's the third yeah. division. Wasn't this Vodacom League before? It was Vodacom uh, League yes, before. Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This, wasn't it SAB? No, SAB is a lower one. It's called SAB. It was a castle. After Vodacom, there's castle, oh, which was uh, like regional. Oh, so, so it was regional, provincial, and NFD, and and. So hear me out with my coastal inland idea. Okay, hear cool. Me out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Right. So coastal, there's Cape Town City, Cape Town Spurs. Uh, there's Maritzburg, Royal AM, Golden Arrows, Amazulu. Um, there's a team in Cape Town that's. We can resurrect Santos. Hey, man. Cape Town Spurs? No, I've said them. I said them with uh, thingy. Ba, 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 pondo. 
Bapondo Chiefs or okay. Bazana Chiefs. But there's a Chiefs in the Eastern Cape. Yeah, on a lower division, yeah. Yes. Um, that team that got nibbled by where people were shooting each other in the playoffs. Oh, the Northern Cape one. Yeah, no, the one from KZN. Umvoti. Umvoti. Yeah. There's Richards Bay. Yeah. So we've got 10 and a bit of change. Northern Cape doesn't, is it inland or is it no, coastal? No, inland. They, they, there's no coast. <laughs> hey, hey chief are you sure hey, this guy doesn't I know his geography is, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like saying angola is not coast northern cape doesn't have a coast guys okay yes namibia does namibia have a coast namibia does not. Hey, man. <laughs> let's, let's pull out the south african guys, for this land is a, <laughs> this is a football podcast okay if you want to do geography Go, yeah. Go watch our planet. Uh, Inland, Chiefs, Pirates, Sundown, Supersport United, um, Jomo Cosmos. Uh, so you're just hoying in every team that you know that, no, that belongs. Okay, Jomo Black out, Polokwani City, Black Leopards, Baroka, Marumo. Um, hey, this Inland division sounding tough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Kukune. <laughs> Kukune. Mm. Um, 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 who am I forgetting? Lugwane City. TS Galaxy. And then what? Super Bowl final the, for. No, At then FMD. it becomes like playoffs. You got playoffs and then the Super Bowl final. Yeah, At so the end of a season. Top four, top four. Yeah, then they play against each play other. Play against each so other. Boom, 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 boom. And then knockouts. there's a Super Bowl final for the last two standing at FNB Stadium at FNB Stadium yeah that's crazy it's like because, ABC, that's what ABCMTP is doing anyway because I mean you can if, if it'll if, cost less yes because you can effectively get a Chiefs versus Pirates game in that whole setup you can get a Chiefs versus Sundowns yeah because if Chiefs in inland it's one Chiefs two Pirates three Sundowns four Tears Galaxy this is just a make believe before Sundowns fans come for me and that side, it's Cape Town City, Spurs, Richards Bay, and Amazu, right? It's that one, that one, and then one here plays for the two, da, 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 da. You can have all these guys ending up to go to the semifinals. You know what? I thought at first it was a bad idea when you brought this up. But it's actually a very good way to introduce 20 teams to the top level. Yes. Oh, if you want 20 sides, this is... The yeah. best way to do it. Ah, I suppose. And it would maybe make it exciting. But are we not alienating ourselves from world football? I mean, Major League Soccer works on this system. But their country is so huge. That's why West Coast, East Coast yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, look. But it's not, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's needed in South Africa. We can still go with 20 teams and still make it work, I think. If sponsors are willing to put in money. Because again, to do it... To do it 10-10, and then you, you how are you going to do it? Because I think APC Mutsipe, they've got the group, the grouping of nine. Well, winners is nine, so they, go, they get like three groups, right? Yes. And then winners of the three groups and the best second finishers, they go to the playoffs, they go to the semifinals, right? So how do you do it in, 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 in your idea, Len? So you must have a similar thread across the board, Right. So that in the coastal stream, whoever finishes nine and ten, unlike Americans, here you draw. Okay. And that side, whoever finishes one and two, they come up. 
Okay. At the bottom. So it just becomes... And then, who's the, and then who's the champions of ourselves? How do you get to, 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 to have a champions, champions of South African football? Who's going to go represent... The so the top... Yeah, so what would happen is the top four from inland... Yeah. And the top four from Coastal. Yes. They go to the same against each other in quarterfinals. In quarters. Eight teams. Yes. Oh, eight teams, yeah. Then you play two leg fixtures, one at home, one away. Yes. And you play one uh, inland game, one Coastal game. Then the winner of that game will qualify to the next semifinal. division. So the semifinals will always be also again a, well, you'll try your best an inland versus uh, Coastal again in that stream, but it depends on who qualifies from the quarterfinals. Then after the semifinals, the two winners, they will meet in the final. And, and then the, whoever wins the final single game at a major, so it's a two-legged quarterfinal, two-legged semifinal, home and away, and then a final game at yeah, a major, be, at the biggest stadium. This sounds like there's, an there's, exhibition there's, league, man. We're, we're not MLS. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, it's not going to work, man. <laughs> Uh, there's something that he wanted to ask and I've got an answer for you before you even ask who goes to Kev the two finalists will play the Champions League and then who goes to Confed Cup the two losing semi-finalists will go to the Confed Cup yeah look, you're also forgetting the other aspects to it now like how now do you factor in other competitions you know no other competitions other it, it's like Nedbank Nedbank Cup it's Telcom. just a, they are a draw, a draw, a draw. Yeah, man. I don't like that idea. I'm sure most of the, the ballers aren't going to like this idea. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> crap, bro. Like, nah, that idea is crap, man. I can man. see the comments already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't yeah, like I that. Uh, work. I think it's brilliant. Nah, man. So tell me one thing while we're on local football before we move on. Yeah. Kaiser Chiefs, seven signings so far. Hmm. Good are you, signings. Are you impressed by all the signings? For me, it's, it's Mdatsane. Yeah, he's a good signing. And I mentioned given Simango earlier. Yes, I, I was going to say Simango as well. Yeah, so far, I think. Ranga, if it's. If is it, it is true? Yeah, because I think it's speculation, him. yeah. Well, have, have they announced anybody actually? They've announced it, seven. Yeah, already. they've announced, yeah. Uh, so yeah. those are officially announced. They were and even the boy the from Royal AM. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Potane. Yes. He's been signed. They, they've announced him this week. So good signing so far. And I think Chiefs might be in for, yeah, for a good season. But we spoke about how the fans don't trust the coach. But anyway. I could surprise us all. Eh? Trust, you know, trust the process. At, at the, I see. At the end of the day, it's going to be 11 against 11. You so know? do you think um, the, the A-walling of Karma is that other, that other, I don't want to call it a cog in the machine because he hasn't really been a very crucial pay, player for Kaiser Chiefs ever since he left Sundowns to go to Chiefs. But first, is he AWOL? You can't say he's AWOL if his contract has ended. Hey, man, Barry, he has not come for... for, for no, but... He didn't come for... His okay. contract ended on the 29th of June. So the, if Marco... Sorry, sorry. Okay. If Marco goes to Cape Town for three weeks yeah. and doesn't say anything, is he AWOL? If his if contract and contract, it's he's not AWOL. Yeah. I don't play for you anymore. Yes, you must. I don't think he's AWOL because they presented a contract. He's evaluating his options clearly because he hasn't got he hasn't gotten back to them. So we can't say he's AWOL. But courtesy is like yo guys, like give me some time, not just 
Well, it's their word against his. Yeah. Because he hasn't come out and said anything. Yeah, no, look. And also, I mean, what are the contents of the contract? Because Chiefs is, is very, like, good at, like, cutting salaries when players are, like, on their letter. Like, okay. How do you know this? Oh, my man, it's out there. Where? Ah, oh, my man. Hey, ask yeah, he will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know. I don't think he's happy with the contract, in my view. That's why he's, he went mum, because he's not even retaining, he's blue-ticking them. <laughs> <laughs> but does it not set a bad precedent, though? I mean, if I'm the next club, as I'm a player, like, oh, but we don't know who he's talking to already. As a player? He's, no, I think... His he, agents are talking to everyone. Yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, look, I mean, for them to put out a statement, I don't know if they're negotiating directly to the player or his agent. Because it looks like they're negotiating with a player to say that they've presented a contract and he hasn't responded. So, but the last years comes from the player, not the not the agent. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, what is the agent saying? Where is the player? Is he looking at the contract? Is he evaluating the, his options? He doesn't know. Maybe he's waiting for something. But ideally, like in in in, if we look at the league in its entirety, mm. where do you slot him in? Well, like which team does he just walk right straight into, except for Royal AM and hope he gets paid? Well, uh, can they even sign him? Let's start. Oh this. snap! They can't sign players because uh, they're under a ban. But they're appealing, which is useless. But yeah, yeah. Look, it's difficult, eh? Uh, which, okay, let's go team by team. Super Sport United. Nah, man. He's a free agent. Gavin loves them free. Nah, I don't know. Eh? I just think like Kevin has got his team like figured out how he wants him to play, you know. Because I mean, did, did there, he right? really fire when Kevin was at was at Chiefs? Did he really fire? Is he gonna fire because it's a different team now? Did anyone? Probably. Oh yeah. Also, that's also true. Did well, anyone? Yes. Nah, they did. Ah, no, no, come on, guys. Give Kevin. Ah, give 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 Kevin hand his flowers. He did well at Chiefs. He was just not given enough time. Yeah. But he went to the semifinals of Kev Champions League. Well, subsequently, they went to the final, which was his work, we can put it. But modern football, I think we said the last time, does not allow you time. So Depends on the club. Uh, Chelsea, guys, achieves you don't have time. Mm. Fair, fair. Social okay. state, a good three, what? Two yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he, he stayed long with, an, with performing poorly. Fair point. I mean, Ateta was also given some. But so mean, it, Chelsea is the kings of this. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti getting fired off the FA Cup final after finishing second in the league and finishing the FA Cup final second. And it's like, bye. That, that's Thank you, bye. Yeah. So, modern football, here and there, <laughs> does not give you time. To answer yeah. your so question. come up question. He must go where others are. <laughs> he must go to Botswana. <laughs> Botswana is like the Saudi of South Africa, I mean, African football. Do they pay? Do they pay? Because I see there's a lot of guys who are going to Botswana from South Africa. Those, the the heyday guys. Uh, Rahal is there. Uh, Township Rollers and um, uh, Squama is there. Um, Roy Mahamota is there. Yeah. Uh, who's this other one? The Mahamuta Mieni was there. The Mahamota story is very funny. Apparently, he went there for an exhibition match. <laughs> and they signed him. And they ended up getting signed. <laughs> What's the story there? Who's investing in this? Yeah, actually. Look, I, I don't know, hey, but uh, Township Rollers, I think they are quite big in Botswana, you know, so. And look, I mean, Botswana... Well, you know, if you are, if you are big in a country as big as Pretoria, yeah. Hey, man. 
I'm not saying Botswana is small. They've I'm got a strong saying, currency, chief. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> and of course, yeah. but like, then that means the league is poorly marketed. Then do they have load shedding in Botswana? They they that, had it like recently. Don't they get their power from us? Yeah. No, yeah. they 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 had their fair share. Okay. They just don't have snow though. Yeah. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Because can can he do it on a snowy night in Joburg? <laughs> that's the thing. If you can. <laughs> this is don't claim to be the best player if you can't do it in a snowy night in Joburg in Orlando Stadium. Yeah, but and speaking of which, actually, we say that, and and obviously the saying in England is that can Messi do it on a rainy night in Stoke? Yeah, which he probably wouldn't have been able to because it's tough. But what's tougher, a rainy night in Stoke in the UK, or we saw it with the players complaining in the World Cup in 2010 here, Joburg or Pretoria, high altitude. Bitter, cold, dry. They struggled. It's not an easy place to play in winter. Especially for those Europeans. So Very difficult. The interesting question with that is, and I know we're diverse and we never said we we're going to speak about this, but it's okay. But it just sparked a question. Do you think that coastal teams, blah, coastal teams mm. tend to struggle coming Ooh. up for games? Coming up for games. <laughs> I'd imagine so. I think inland teams struggle more in the coastal. But, I mean, every Olympics, the long-distance runners are from Kenya. They train at high altitudes, everything. It's always better if you're used to the high altitude, then it's easy for you normally when you go down to the hmm. coastal cities. But if you look at how your chiefs, like your pirates, especially Orlando pirates, pirates struggle a lot, especially in Cape Town. When I can take it hey, back. Man, that when place the, is cold. I can take it back when we used to like play against Santos when Santos Santos when they still uh, in the league. It was very difficult to get results there, the wind and all of that, you know. So I think generally in terms of football, I think inland teams struggle down in in the coast. But uh, yeah, you were saying yeah, Marco. Sorry, I can say that I would struggle to do this podcast if we did one in Cape Town because the night before. The night before we recorded, we'd be partying in Cape Town. Cape Town's a fun place, man. <laughs> Maybe that's why they struggle. They go that's, what different, that's another Marco, aspect. are you coming back next week? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not I'm trusting here. you. Eh? I'll be here. I'll be here. <laughs> okay. Be here. We're not, it's not make sure. It's not make sure. But I generally think um, like it's, it's a give or take whether you... I mean, a lot of teams struggle when they go to... Um, what do you call this place? Harry Guala to play Maritzburg. Mm. That, that I, will, I will give. But it's probably because of the conditions of... Of the pitch. Mm. Uh, Chiefs. But it's also a hostile stadium. Yeah, it's smaller than this room. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. But like, yeah, it's a very compact stadium. Um, would you also then say there's a reason why Sean Bartlett uttered the words that he's glad that he's, he doesn't have to travel to Venda anymore? Yeah, look, I think it was childish of him to say that. Honestly speaking, you can't you can't say that. You know, you you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make people upset. You know, I mean, what are you saying? Those people also travel to the other side. No, granted, but then it breaks the question on the question of altitude. That a team from Cape Town seems to struggle when they are like the northest part of this country. Mm. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Well. But I, like I said, I'm sure also the factors. other guys on the other side, they struggle going down. So it's, it's, it's fair. You get a, a home fixture and an away fixture. The, the, the playing field is level. 
So for him to say that, I think that was a Football's, little bit. Yeah, football's not boxing. Yeah. You see it heavy with boxing. I remember, was it Lennox Lewis who lost at Carnival City? And he complained about the altitude. That's where he lost his fight was Carnival City and complained about the altitude. And uh, boxing is a very fitness-driven sport. Whereas even though football is fitness-driven and your ability to, your respiratory system yeah. mm. makes, it, it makes up a part of it. But there's so many other factors. Like if sundowns, for example, keep the ball from you, you're going to struggle because they can keep the ball, you know, because they got possession for however much percentage of the game and you're running around, running around, running around. Versus another team, even if they're here in Joburg or whatever and you're traveling up here but you keep the ball and they're just going to sit, then you don't have to run as much. So there's different factors in football that perhaps means a lot more. So in CAF competitions, right? Yeah. Then why don't we use altitude to our advantage with a lot of teams, especially the North African teams? Uh, well, Sundowns tried one or two times when they demolished us. So Chiefs must take their games to Tando Stadium? No, Polo Quad. It's almost <laughs> close. But they do take their, they do take their games sometimes. The CAF games they play generally at FNB. Yeah, but what I'm saying, well, they're being nice to their to to, to their visitors. Mm, mm, we mustn't be nice to because <laughs> some of the other teams on the continent are not nice to us. We can't sleep. That's they make true. noise. They are hostile, and 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 we are so here. So where we're giving them a hotel, and we're playing Orlando Stadium games, Orlando Stadium. No, no, we take them to Pitamokaba in Polokwane. I mean, that's what we need to do. But currently. They either play at Loftus or Orlando. And they stay at the Hilton. They stay at the Hilton. They get like a VIP protection, what, what. Take them to the stadium. No, we're good good pips here in this country, man. We really are good pips. But we win those games anyways. When we go there, we struggle. That's the thing. Mm. They must must be nicer to us. We mustn't be nastier to them. Yeah. Football does not have to be that way. You know what I mean? It's not okay for them to do what they do to us, but does if, not mean we have to do the same. If there's fireworks outside of your hotel, they must punish. Exactly. Must FIFA punish has to teams. come to play, yeah. Fair. And those... Uh, and the lasers, things. punishment. Yes. Fireworks in the stadium, punishment, fines, penalties. And they're going to come here and they say, Novo Vuzela. Hey, they're going to have problems. Yeah, you see, we're starting... Uh, you see now... But Vuzela <laughs> versus fireworks and lasers, it's not dangerous, it's loud. Well, no, your decibels, you know. Decibels, I'm losing concentration. Uh, but like, a, are you going to tell people with the marching band? Because they tried. I mean, I think there's few, like, sorry, I'm digressing, but we're still talking about Vuvuzelas right anyway. There were few, like, people that came down for the World Cup, like, especially from England, that went back with Vuvuzelas and they tried to, <laughs> to, to blow them there. And they were like, not uh, yet. Yeah, I remember they were bent around. Yeah, they a lot were of sporting codes. Wimbledon yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. No, no we we'll blow the thing. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna kick you out. So agreement. Um, Kev needs to do something about the level of hostility. Football must just be football. Football must just be football. Living, yeah. Uh, equal playing fields, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Sean Butler should not complain about going to Venda. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Super Sub does not like. The idea of, I didn't even have a name for it, the league. Uh, the, the, it's the DSTV Premiership. MLS Light. 
guys, league. let's be serious here, man. What are we, what is that? I'm just saying, it was just an idea that came to mind. The region, <laughs> the South African Regional Conference League. Yes. Yeah. Conference League. Yes. So and conference inland and, and conference coastal. Style. Yes. Yeah. And then if there's any teams that we missed from inland or coastal um, that you want to suggest, you can let us know. I mean, I'm a tax. There could be people who want I'm a tax in there. You never know. You know. Yeah, but remember, it's going to be teams that are in the DSTV premiership. No, no. It's so it's 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 a, a whole lot of. Yeah. There's a whole lot of teams. Remember, okay. there's like now what? 32 teams. Let's start it. There are like 32 teams. Yes. Combined. Yes. What if most of the best teams are in one division or the other? So now you're relegating people who were finishing above people who were coastal in the DSTV Premiership. It works when you don't get it. them go down. It works when you don't get relegated in MLS, man. Not yet. Yeah. Imagine playing in a league where you don't get relegated. Jeez, man. Hey man, it's their it's it's their system and it works. You no, know, but like what I say, you go kick the ball, like you go to training, like now nah, we're working hard for what? For a cup and the money at the end of the season. Ah man, I mean, let's, hey, let's. I drove to Cape Town. It's far. We should have. It's too far. You see, we will fly, man. Economy like Orlando Paris, <laughs> thirty people. Hey, uh, Safe is a big plane. No, 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 no. It's, not, it's not about the, it's not about the, 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 the size of the plane. It's about the size of the chunk of money that's going to get out of the bank account for those 30 people to go and come back. Oh, if you're flying economy, we should be all right. <laughs> I, let us know, ballers. Yeah, ballers, let us know. Uh, also, on-site uh, FPL, we are going to start the league. We'll give you the code. Um, we'll put it as soon as it's available because I was checking it out earlier today. Yeah. And it's not available as yet. And with good reason, because there's still a lot of transfers. There's still a lot of transfers that need mm. to happen. Um, we don't know whether Harry is staying or going. David yeah. De Gea looks like he's going. What's going on there? Looks like Onana well, is coming. Onana will happen this week mm. for more money than I thought was available. Because it looks like they've already made the offer of $55 million for Onana. Who I think, if you look at the goalkeepers available... Who's a better signing in the goalkeeper position than Onana? Maybe Diogo Costa mm-hmm. at Porto. Yeah. Good player. When you look at the sort of money, surely he could come for the same money. He's less experienced though. It seems like Man United wants someone experienced now. And then they'll buy for the future as well because there's a Japanese, the, goalkeeper, the Japanese goalkeeper that yeah. they're looking at as well who shows a lot of potential. So Jan Oblak, for example. I, think I was actually I, going to mention him. Yeah. Great player. You'll probably get him for around the same money, but he's 30. Mm, for a yeah. goalkeeper, 30 is not that old. I agree. Provided he's playing frequently where he is. Yes, which he, he is every yeah. game. So a great let's... goalkeeper. He's he's perhaps a better, but Onana is what, uh, 27? Yeah. So he's he looks like he'll be a good goalkeeper signing. And I think earlier on in the window, we were looking at Man United and thinking, oh, you're going to be lucky to get top four the way things are going, especially with the rumors of the small transfer budget most of which was used up on Mason Mount. Um, are they looking at saying, okay, Onana is going to come in and we expect to sell players and get money back? I mean, is Fred going to go to Saudi League for 40 million, 50 million, then we got budget? Well, What's going to happen? Marco is very interested in Fred, not this Marco. Silver. Oh, oh yes, yes, in Fulham. Yeah, in yes. Fulham, yeah. 
Oh, they seem to be because uh, they just extended Williams' contract. Mm. Yes, they managed to get that right. Talking about goalkeepers, I saw Carriers is at um, Newcastle now. Yes, Carriers. Yes, the Mr. Blunder, Liverpool. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've always wanted to ask you guys this because I think we haven't touched on it. If I may, uh, what what do you guys think about the 2025 um, Club World Cup? The 32 team model. Yeah. What do you think? I think there's too many games in football already. Yeah. Stop making more games. International level, they do it all the time. Okay. Do we need more club games? If you're a Premier League side. Yeah. If you're a Premier League side, you're playing Champions League, you're playing FA Cup, you're playing League Cup, you're playing Premier League. It comes to December time, which is mostly when the Club World Cup happens right around December into January is Club World Cup time. Man, you're already playing so many games. Now you're adding more games for teams. Mm. But you know, I like it because... It's inclusive. Sorry? You like it because it's inclusive. It's it's inclusive. It's adding more opportunity. And also the format, you know, of it and also playing during the... The June period. I think that's how it's going to work. Uh, like, but then you what can't about, play in the June period because they give that to international football and now they're playing for what was a European qualifier. After a long season, they did European qualifiers for what? And then there's a new European league next Nations season. Nations League or something. <laughs> they're going to yeah, make a new to- European league again in international football. So... I I don't know. It's gonna. Be, it's a lot. Because I was gonna say with regard to that, I like the concept as well, right? I like the concept, but I think. it's where do you fit it? Because in 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 that June space, yeah, jiggy jiggy, there's gonna be Euros. Yeah, they can't. They, do I don't it. know. They like I just like December, I just like yeah. the idea of a group: Madrid, Simba, Wedad, and another team from South America in a group stages. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like that idea. Boca yeah, Junior. I like the. You know why I like it? I think it's going to... I think the one thing is you'll probably see sundowns in there. Yeah. Of course. of course. You know, so you're giving more opportunities for maybe even... Two, imagine two South African teams do well yeah. in mm. uh, CAF Champions League. Mm. And yeah. It'll be exciting to see two South African sides like maybe Pirates and Sundowns, the way they're playing currently. Maybe those are the two you see doing well in a CAF Playing against Real Madrid, Barcelona... Manchester United or mm. Manchester City or whoever in I think uh, it would be dope guys. I just think cool. about it. But it's but if I'm a club manager today and I'm looking at my fixture schedule and they're saying to me, I'd I don't wanna go. I don't even wanna go. Are we turning footballers or are footballers being turned into robots now? Yes. Look, Essentially so because if you look at it, um where's Onana from? Inter. Oh, what country? Yes. Uh, Senegal. Okay. What's happening in January? I don't know. What's happening? Africa. Africa Cup of Nations. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be like a good two and a half. Oh, no. A, a month and a half. Oh, no. It's three weeks, man. Two weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks, maybe a month, where Onana is not going to be available. A month, a full month, it's a World Cup. Hey, Fcon is three weeks. And remember how it hurt in uh, Liverpool when Mane was there? Yes. When he used to disappear, mm. him and uh, Salah, Salah. Yes. used to disappear. Is it in January again? Why it's did they January. move it back? 
Um, there was a reason. I think Ivory Coast were not ready as yet. It's um, okay. Unana's going to have a little injury. Like his thigh is going <laughs> to... Yeah, they also pay them off to say like, oh, I'm retiring from international football. Yeah. Yes, five million. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then you are set, please come play for United. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I was actually going to ask you with regards to uh, Onana in that... There's the African break that's coming. Um, but United doesn't have that many African players, right? Not many. Yeah. Tell me that one. Who's going to be the biggest sufferer? Um, they've also got uh, the one who's coming back from loan from Sunderland now. Crystal Palace. We had a great season on loan with Sunderland. Um, oh, yes, I know. I'm, I'm, um, yes, uh, what's his name? I know who you're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. yes. The name is escaping me now. Is he not the one? Didn't he score a, a wonder free kick? Wonder free kick last game of the season yes. for Sunderland in the in the playoffs yes. for promotion. I just forgot his name. So okay, cool. United, not many. Arsenal, not many. Not many anymore. Party. They left with Wenger. Party is probably not going to be a starter. Yeah. And, oh, soccer plays for City England. Don't have City don't have many. Imagine if Saka played for Nigeria. Mares. If so, Liverpool still to suffer the most with Salah. Yeah, Mares is not even. I think Mares is going to be in Saudi League. You reckon? I don't think he's hey, going to follow start. the money, man. Follow the money. Follow the money. I think Bernardo Silva got yeah, I think big Lord, money, but he's not going to go. And I think Mares, I think, is probably Muslim, eh? Yes. Because I think a lot yeah, of. Like, he comes from Algeria. Yeah, because right? so a lot of people are like. Uh, moving that side for that reason as well. Like, yeah. I saw Kulibali mentioned that. He wants to raise his family in a Muslim country. In, in a Muslim country, yeah. You know who else I saw making the rounds on social media also in Saudi Arabia? Who? Paul Pogba. Ah, you must go. Yeah, no, it's okay. Why is he even anywhere else? Mm. And he's Muslim, is he not? Yes. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. yeah so yeah. perfect match. He's, perfect match. Mm. He's, uh, he can go dance there for money, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> dance or dance on the ball for money? Uh, dance. Okay, but is he a talent gone to waste? He has won the World Cup. You can't or say that. Or was it going back to United that literally messed him up? Uh, injuries a talent as gone well. to worst. Injuries. injuries. He had a lot injuries. of injuries. Because he's a quality player. He's not bad, gone to worst. But at bad attitude. It's not Man United making a mistake for signing him or him going back there and Man United doing him bad or whatever. He could have made it work. You can see it. I think anyone can see it. There's certain players in world football where if you tried harder and you applied yourself better and you did things right, you would have been a success at this club. Your failures are down to you. And I think Paul Pogba is a prime example of that. You can see it. His failures were down to him. I feel sorry for him with the injuries. You can't, you can't get yeah. past that. I feel sorry for him. But the times where he was fit, the application, you can see, wasn't there. And he, he could have been a bigger success at Man United. And they really would have relied on him because there was a severe lack of quality in that team. And he was the only one with quality that could have carried that United side at that stage. So okay. we can safely say he played his best football at Juventus. Of course. Just before the United. And then mm. yeah, it, how many kicks of a ball did he have last season? Mm. Again, the injuries. Mm. So uh, the, the first stint at United after... It's uh, Alex who got rid of him, right? Yeah, it was well, he, Alex he, when he was uh, at United. Yeah, he went for free when his contract... So Alex didn't get rid of him. He did, just said to him... He didn't make first team, eh? did he? He did. He played, oh, like a, couple he played a couple FA Cup games and things like that. Yeah. And then so Alex said to him, 
He says, I'm going to, I'm not going to sign a new contract unless you promise me I'm going to be a first team starter. And he said to him, you're not ready. So he signed for Juve. And did, did he flourish at Juve because he was playing around Andrea Pello? Mm. Or allowed him to be more of a flair player with, <laughs> while the others... Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Also, yeah. attitude. He was relaxed, confident. The team worked. He was succeeding. There it was two shows himself, yeah. There wasn't as much pressure at Juve to succeed. Because they were already winning the league and all dominant. of that. They were dominating. Dominant. Man United went through, went through a dip. Mm. When he, he came to back carry to Man United, he had to try carry a team. Mm. A lot of pressure, big money signing. Playing with people that were not assisting. But I think the other thing that he actually had, uh, which guided the attitude more than anything, was uh, he knew that his manager had his back. Because if you look at the guys that Mino Raiola managed like the Zlatans, the Paul Pogba's, the, the Mario Balotelli's. Do you mm. see where I'm going? Yeah. Do you see where I'm going? Attitude plays. It's just that Zlatan could speak a big game and he could play a big game. Mm. Yeah. Mario is the one that you can say it's, it's a talent gone to waste. Balotelli. Yeah. That man loved his parties and ain't nothing wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, Paul Pogba, Mario. I think he was just unlucky. Yeah, I suppose it's injuries, man. But yeah, transfers, it's very quiet, uh, but... We shall see on the next episode of Onside if anything happens. Yeah. I didn't speak about Mason Mount. I wasn't here. Yes. Nothing much to speak about. Mason Mount, we'll see. Could be a good player. Could be a flop signing. We'll see. Uh, But that's a heavy number to wear. Yeah. Man United number seven. Who's the last successful Man United number seven? Cristiano Ronaldo. The first time. But Beckham, oh, Beckham was seven as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, so it's Beckham, George Best, Eric Cantona, Cantona yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. These are the players who wore seven shirt for Manchester. Hey, Valencia was successful. Valencia. Uh, Valencia changed his number back the following season. Because <laughs> he said the seven was a bad he back, omen. He, he became a he played back. badly. Yeah. He played badly. He was 23 or something. Then he went to seven, mm. had a bad season, went back to 23. But was he not a fullback at the time? I think that he went from fullback, he moved up to right wing. Yeah. Uh, Edison Cavani. Oh, he tried. He tried. He he wasn't actually a bad number seven, but he came into a failing side. Nothing could happen. Memphis Depay. Yeah, Memphis Depay. But everyone, Alexis Sanchez. Di Maria. Everyone has failed in that number seven shirt. Di Maria came into that. He looked like he was too good for the Premier League for a few games. They broke into his house. Then he was like, I, I'm not playing I'm anymore. not for this. I don't like England. <laughs> so Marco, I'm going back. Are you saying number seven is cursed? I'm saying that it takes a big player, a big added, a big personality mm. to wear that number seven shirt. Mason Mount doesn't feel like the personality to wear the seven shirt. I think it might have been part of the convincing to get him there. He's like, we'll show you how important you are to us. Ten Hag clearly thinks he's the most important player, was very important to him. So he gave him that shirt. But I think Man United fans are upset. And Alejandro Garnacho, I think he's upset because I think he had his eye on that seven. And I think he has the personality and the attitude for the shirt. Or Anthony. <laughs> yeah, they should have to, given it to Anthony. I just had to take it there. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Bolas, actually tell us, um, does Mason Mount deserve the number seven jersey? Uh, or will he do it justice? Not deserve. Will he do it justice? And 
Yeah, we'll see as the season goes. Transfers, like I said, not much to speak about because it's a little quiet now. But hopefully as the days and weeks go, we will have a lot more to talk about with regards to movements from Chelsea to wherever because Chelsea can't seem to sign anybody. But they've got a very nice shirt. Anyway, um, gentlemen, it's been a good one. Super sub, thank always. Um, I'm going to send you to the coastal team's to be the spokesperson there. I'll remain in that. <laughs> Marco, it's been real. Thank you Thank very you. much. Welcome Thank back. Uh, we'll try and make sure that you don't go to Cape Town because, yeah. Yeah, maybe I need to go to Cape Town as well. See, man. Coastal, there we go. <laughs> I've got two guys there. Sorted. See, my plan is coming together. My plan is coming together. But anyway, Bolas, it's been real. This has been another episode of Onside. And yeah, man, if you have not subscribed, make sure you do. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the flip side. And make sure you don't get yourself offside, but you are caught onside. Danko. Make some noise right now. Yenta. Podcast and Chill Network in association with Grand Dior presents... The Road to 1 Million Subscribers event on the 30th of July 2023 at Sunbet Arena in Pretoria. Lineup includes Cubs of the Small, Makazi, Mosa Keys, Mpop Pops, Celestin Dooley, Eugene Koza, and Robert Boy. This fun-filled event will include comedy, music performances, as well as a live audience conversation with Matt G, Sorpen Duka, and the Ghost Lady. Tickets are now available on cricket from 295 rands. Doors open at 6pm. Food and drinks sold at the venue. Come and join a milestone celebration of black excellence with Podcast and Chill Network.